Welcome to Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, Texas. Good morning, United States of America. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Of course, good morning to the world. How's everybody doing this morning? You know what? We are going to be doing great. Why are we going to be doing great? Because we're going to make it that way. But anyhow, let's go ahead and say good morning to the control room, my control room filled with geniuses. How are my brothers doing this morning? Well, we are present and accounted for. Uh, I want to say hi to Harry this morning. He's going to be very happy about that. He's played Autumn Day from Peter White. One of his uh, many requests, and he's got a foot-long sheet of requests for me. (laughs) (laughs) And eventually I will get to all of them. I just don't have some of them right now. And, uh, you know, Arnie Arneson dropped out early today. I don't know what the world happened. You know, we were sitting here and suddenly there was nothing there. Like, oh, no, what happened? And oh, Jack is Yeah, I don't know. So that was pretty weird. Uh, strange start to a Friday morning. So anyway, uh, good morning to Harry. There's your request for Autumn Day from Peter White. And we'll get to some more of your requests later on. And I'm sure we'll be calling you. You'll be calling us in. And in the meantime, we have some wisdom from Jack this morning. Good morning, Egberto. Buenos dias, Jack. How are you doing, sir? I'm going to say happy belated anniversary and oh, birthday yeah. celebration this well, weekend. Well, thank you, to, sir. To Mr. and Mr. Egberto and Linda Willis. Right. Muchis- Muchisimas gracias, hermano. Hey, okay. The, the, the word is serendipity. Things found that were lost and not sought for. Nice, nice. You know, um, wait, is that it? That's it. Wow. Uh, wait, let me ask you something, Howard. When has Jack been that short, effective, and straight to the point? Never. <laughs> <laughs> and he we was straight Jack- to the point. <laughs> yeah, Jack's corner is kind of small today. You know what's going on with you, Jack? Wait, <laughs> did you have your Wheaties? I, I wrote a real long piece, but it's not it's not suitable yet for air. But okay, that was that was my backup. <laughs> okay, yeah, you had to scratch okay. out a bunch of words. What it was, you know? Oh no, uh, I can't say that on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I was we can wondering. say corporate rats. We can say corporate rats if we want to. But he yes. called him something else. So okay. all these scratch marks on there. He said, "Well, <laughs> I'll just read something. I'll just read it later." Okay. Okay. Well, we we'll wait for we'll us wait. today, man. We got a great show, man. We got a great show. And by the way, before that, even though we say we have a great show, right? You can always read read it later on if you guys have something better you want to talk about. So don't forget. First of all, this is your show, and 
all of us here in the studio, we mean it. This is your show. So if there's something you want to talk about, if there's something you want to say, hey, I want you to take on this issue, give us a call at 713-526-5738. The lines are wide open right now. The first video that we have is 12 minutes. So if you want to not listen to that video, watch that video, you want us to tackle something else, give us a call first, 713-526-5738. Title of the show today, former RNC chair speaks about the debate, but the reason I wanted to, you to hear this is what he had to say. Likewise, Cassidy Hutchinson on decultin. What is decultin? I don't know if it's a word, but I wrote it anyway. Decultin means how do you get away from the MAGA cult after being absorbed by it? She's a person who she was deep in it. Now she's out. She's one of the witnesses that uh, for the January 6th commission, etc. Then yesterday, uh, uh, Biden was on the offensive. I put in my newsletter attack. I really should have said on the offensive with Kaza. He wasn't attacking anybody, but he was on the offensive. I think he did a great job yesterday. And um, I think folks need to hear that. And that's a 12 minute speech portion of the 30 minute speech that he gave. I did some cutting for that part because I think it was a part that was prescient. Uh, folks, remember you can get us by going to um, and dial up to 90.1 FM on the on the FM dial. You can also download the TuneIn application from your Apple Store or your Play Store. Go to look for KPFT. You can listen to us at kpft.org, kpft.org. And while you're there, if you feel kind of kind, say, you know what? I'm going to drop a few dollars so that Egberto's and KPFT and everybody's you know, thing can be a bit shorter, that uh, we can have shorter fun drives. Likewise, you can go to facebook.com slash KPFT Houston, facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. And you can watch the videos that we are actually playing, not just listen, but watch the video, watch the program, watch everything on Facebook, facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. If you prefer YouTube, you can go to politicsdoneright.tv. That is politicsdoneright.tv. TV. You can always listen to the uh, outtakes and the clips of the podcast of, of the program by going to our podcast at politicsunright.com slash podcast. Politicsunright.com slash podcast. And do remember, if there's something you want to tell me that you don't want to tell me on air or whatever, please go to uh, send me a drop me a line at kpft at politicsunright.com. Kpft at politicsunright.com. All right, it seems like we have our first caller. Come on in, Brother Ray. You're on the air. Buenos dias, mi hermano. Buenos dias, mi hermano. My, my great PDR Posse member, talk to me. Yes, sir. You know, while we're on the, the topic of rats, mm -hmm. you know, this rat, you know, that snuck into our democracy known as Donald Trump. You know, it's it's so interesting that this young lady, Cassidy Hutchinson, I don't really, the name sounds familiar, but it doesn't ring a bell. Mm -hmm. However, you know, you know, since this is radio, you know, I'm sure if you switch through any of these stations, you might catch this one song that, you know, every time I hear it, it makes me think about Donald Trump. I don't know if you are familiar with a group called In Living Color. And they made a song called Cult of Personality. And in the lyrics of this song, 
there's something that they say it says, you know, I exploit you, still you love me. I tell you one and one makes three. I am the cult of personality. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, go further than that, but you know, it goes on and on. I mean, there's even, you know, go on YouTube and, and look up the, the song. There's even Trump, Do you have you another know, phrase? Those, just those two phrases are great. Do you have another phrase as well that you have off the top of your head? Uh, I mean, that uh, is, man, that, uh, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. We do it another day. Or you can do it in the yeah, three o'clock uh, show. Yeah, it's kind of early, but I mean, just that particular thing. I tell you, one and one makes three. You know, I exploit you. I mean, those basically are the two that stick out in my mind this morning. But you can definitely go look up the song. But it, it pretty much, you listen to the whole song. It basically tells you who Trump is in a nutshell. And yet, you know, you know what? It, it comes down to. And I got a point before I let you in, uh, Egberto. The reason why Trump became who he was is because what I hate about America, and I know you hate that word, but what I hate about America is that we are so draped in this culture of entertainment and celebrity and fame and riches, and people put fame and riches all in the same boat with intelligence and the ability to lead, and it's all messed up. It's like we worship these celebrities like just because we saw you on TV and you might have said something smart one time that was on a script, all of a sudden you're eligible and qualified to be a leader, and I'm sick of it. Oh, I'm, my I'm God. What Ray, Ray, I, Ray, 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 I, sorry to interrupt you, but you nailed it. And, and This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This goes for absolutely everything in our country. You just said something very important. You said because you've got celebrity, because you've got your money, because you appeared here, somehow that makes you qualify to be a leader, to be a politician that's leading, that somehow your voice means more than anything else. I think I think uh, when you expand on what you just said there, it is something that we have to grapple with. If I may say this, I go to a lot of conferences and I do a lot of interviews and I would be on a ta on a on a aisle. What you know, in in the case of Netroots or in the case of you know maybe the uh, the convention, they usually have a place called Radio Row where the TV stations and the radio stations have a table where they bring people in for interviews, etc. And usually, most of the times, most of these tables are empty. There's nobody there talking or anything. They're waiting from exactly what you talk about. The person that it that is worth hearing, the person that is worth listening to. Now, my table is usually full all the time because I am interviewing 
everybody because I want to hear the voices of everybody. That's who America is, right? America is the is the voices of everybody. Right, you know, Go ahead. For better or worse. Yeah, for better or worse. And I, and I appreciate that. Right. So, I mean, I would have just about all kinds of folks sitting down. Where, I don't care how you dress. I don't care what you do. What are you doing here? Why did you feel it necessary to be at a conference like this from somebody that may have come from Tinbok to the to the to the to the governor of some state to the I want everybody. Right. And, and these guys would sit around and like, who is that that you're talking to or who is that? Ah, somebody that's worthy just as much as anybody else, right? And I think the, the the fact that you got that, I think if more of us could get that, Ray, we, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump wouldn't look like some, you're fired. And, and you mean you're popular? You think you know something? You know, uh, I mean, you if we can get away from that, that you just mentioned there, we will do much better as a country. Yeah, and we worship money too much, and that's the problem with that. See, Donald Trump had pulled a stunt because I'm a WWE fan from a time ago, and he pulled a stunt where they dropped a load of money on the fans in the arena, and that made him look like the good guy or the baby right. face in right. wrestling terms. So, you know, it made him look like this malevolent rich guy that's willing to give away all this money. And I think that publicity stunt put him on the map as far as somebody – that you would look at as, oh, he's going to be, you know, this benevolent leader who's tired of being rich and he wants to give away all the secrets and, and spill all the dirt and he, you know, drain the swamp, like yeah. you said. And it was all bull corn, you know, and it was like, yeah. you know, you know, it's it's six something in the morning. Wake up, Texas. Yeah. Wake up, America. This celebrity we crap is not what we need in the White House. You keep saying we don't need politicians, but politicians actually go to school and study what civics is. You know. Thank what you. Thank. I don't want a businessman as a boss. I want. Yeah, you're right, Ray. Ray. Business Ray. You nailed it, and I think I. I mean, there, there is a there's a super importance in 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 that statement. We have to get away from celebrity. We have to get away from because Bill Gates has so much money that he knows about. Let's say health health care around the world that he knows about what's best for education. All those things, Ray. I mean, and, and again, I like Bill Gates. I like all these. I, li I like some of these billionaires. I don't think they deserve what they have. But I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, if we had, if, if the concept that you just brought up was at large, first of all, there wouldn't be any billionaires because we wouldn't fall for the trap. But anyway, uh, Ray, look, anything else before I jump to Harry? Before you jump to Harry, I got one more lyric on my mind. But you know Go what? Go for it. Escape me. It escaped me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, my brother. You have a great one. I'll bring it to you another day. Okay. You, you have, have a have a great day. Thank you, brother. Let's go to brother Harry. Come on in, Harry. How you doing? Buenos dias, Senor Willis. Buenos dias, hermano. I think you have a, a big thank you for brother Howard, man. Oh yes, uh, I just was telling Jack Vandever that we are moving into a beautiful autumn season. And I enjoy the fact that Peter White 
made uh, Autumn Day. He made a lot of great songs. Howard has my list of all the artists. And like he said there a little while ago, he'll get to him when he eventually gets to him. I have yes. some more of them. I told him uh-oh. that uh, a while back. Uh-oh. Anyway, what's um, up, Harry? Because I want to play this 12-minute this twelve minute segment, so me, give me a uh, quicker. Let me get it. I'll, I'll I'll start off. Um, uh, when I was on Steve Hunter's show yesterday, I was the first caller. Did you hear what I said to yes, Steve? Yes, I did. You were on. Yes, I did. So I don't, yeah, I don't have to repeat all that stuff. But but um, I, what I will say, I did tell you this on a, a show several weeks back. But I'm going to start off this way. Here's what I know: Donald Trump is a phony, a fraud. His prom- hes playing the American people for suckers. His promises are as worth worthless as a seven dollar bill. Do you remember who said that? Because I, no. I I mentioned this several weeks ago when I told you. No, I don't. I don't remember. That was a grifter. It takes one to know one. <laughs> okay. And, and and he recently was in the news. He's not going to run. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Mitt Romney. Oh, the guy, the guy uh, who shut down a lot of companies. Yeah. Yeah, he said he said that because Trump was angry because Mitt Romney lost to Barack Obama. And he was angry that how could a a upstanding, a, 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 a white man in this country lose to a black man who's who's not supposed to be in control and in a position of authority to make decisions on people's lives. And Donald Trump used to criticize him for that um, over and over after the uh, when Obama got in in his second term. So Mitt Romney clapped back at him. And, he, uh, and uh, you know, he told the truth, as KPFT tells the truth and has a lot of truth tellers such as yourself. Now, did you say a little, did they say a little while ago, uh, I think it was Jack Vandever, that this is you and your wife's anniversary. I think I heard that. Yeah, earlier it it's passed. It was earlier in September, but I, you know, we celebrated later, and and he he said, ah, oh, thank you. Or rather, he reminded he he reminded me about it a couple of days, actually yesterday, and I told him thank you. Yes. Well, congratulations, and may there be many more for you and your wife Linda and your daughter. Thank what is you, your daughter's name? Ashley. Ashley. Ashley's oh, Ashley. my daughter's. Yeah, that's my my pride Hello, and joy. Uh, Linda and Ashley for me. Um, you're just a beautiful human being. Jack Van Dever and Howard Reynolds are beautiful human human beings. And this show, like I said, it, it makes people think. And that's what this show's objective is: to tell the truth, to be truth tellers. As uh, Dr. Cornell West has said on many occasions, um, try to be a truth teller. Harry, and and you are you are a wonderful person. You you call with sensible stuff every single day. Now I want to ask you to give me. Per, I ask you permission to go to my video now. May I do my video now, my dear brother? Okay, okay. I'll listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll listen. And uh, um, you 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 do be brothers. Uh, you wise men continue to have the power. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. That was that was. El Senor Harry. Anyway, folks, I want you to listen to the words of uh, Brother Biden right now, because I've been saying long time, please do this. The caller that's coming in, you're going to have a, a 12 minute hold, but I got to get to the video. Then I come to you. I promise uh, you may want to call back, but I'm getting to the video right this second. Here we go now. The president's speech. 
because I think it was present. I think it was spot on. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's way overdue. This is a speech he could have given on day one of his administration. So let's take a look at that and let's get busy. Democracy should unite all Americans regardless of political affiliation. And there's something dangerous happening in America now. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. The MAGA movement. Not every Republican, not even a majority of Republicans adhere to the MAGA extremist ideology. I know because I've been able to work with Republicans my whole career. But there's no question that today's Republican Party is driven and intimidated by MAGA Republican extremists. Their extreme agenda, if carried out, would fundamentally alter the institutions of American democracy as we know it. My friends, they're not hiding their attacks. They're openly promoting them, attacking the free press as the enemy of the people, attacking the rule of law as an impediment, fomenting voter suppression and election subversion. Did you ever think we'd be having debates in your stage of your careers where banning books Banning books and burying history? Extremists in Congress more determined to shut down the government, to burn the place down, than to let the people's business be done. Our U.S. military, and this is not hyperbole, I've said it for the last two years, is the strongest military in the history of the world. Not just the strongest in the world, in the history of the world. Most diverse, most powerful the history of the world. It's being accused of being weak and woke by the opposition. One guy in Alabama is holding up the promotion of every hundreds of these officers. Frankly, these extremists have no idea what the hell they're talking about. I'm serious. They're pushing a notion the defeated former president expressed when he was in office and believes applies only to him. And this is a dangerous notion. This president is above the law, no limits on power. Trump says the Constitution gave him, quote, the right to do whatever he wants as president, end of quote. I've never heard a president say that in jest. Not guided by the Constitution or by common service and decency toward our fellow Americans, but by vengeance and vindictiveness. You see the headlines. Quote, sweeping expansion of presidential power. The goal to, quote, alter the balance of power by increasing the president's authority over every part of the federal government, end of quote. What's it they intend to do once they erode the constitutional order of checks and balances and separation of powers? Limit the independence of federal agencies, put them under the thumb of a president, give the president the power to refuse to spend money that Congress has appropriated if he doesn't like what it's being spent for. Not veto, he doesn't like what it's being spent for, it's there. Get rid of long-standing protections for civil service. Remember what he did when he was leaving office. He imposed a new thing, the civil service. But then he imposed a new schedule. Schedule F is called. These civil servants had to pledge loyalty to the president, not the Constitution. 
They did not require had any protections for the president to be able to wholesale fire them. You want it because they had no social, no, no civil service protection. One of the first things I got rid of when I became president. Just consider these as actual quotes from MAGA, the MAGA movement. Quote, I am your retribution. Slitting throats of civil servants, replacing them with extreme political cronies. MAGA extremists proclaim support for law enforcement only to say, we quote, we must destroy the FBI. It's not one person. It's a controlling element of the House Republican Party. Whitewash attacks of January 6th by calling the spearing and stomping of police a, leg, quote, a legitimate political discourse. Do you ever think you'd hear leaders of political parties in the United States of America speak like that? Seizing power, concentrating power, attempting to abuse power, purging and packing key institutions, spewing conspiracy theories, spreading lies for profit and power to divide America in every way, inciting violence against those who risk their lives to keep America safe, weaponizing against the very soul of who we are as Americans. This MAGA threat is a threat to the brick and mortar of our democratic institutions. It's also a threat to the character of our nation that gives our Constitution life, that binds us together as Americans in common cause. None of this is surprising now. They've tried to cover in that way before. Thank God they failed. But they haven't given up. Just look at recent days. The accusations against of treason, treason against the major news, net, news network because they don't like his coverage. I don't know what the hell I'd say about Fox if that becomes the rule. <laughs> but think about it. I'm joking, but think about it. Tomorrow, I have the honor of overseeing the change of responsibilities of the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff of the United States military. From one genuine hero and patriot, General Mark Milley, to another, General C.Q. Brown. Both, both defining leaders of our time. And yet, here is what you hear from MAGA extremists about the retiring patriot general honoring his oath to the Constitution. Quote, he's a traitor, end of quote. In times gone by, the punishment, quote, in times gone by, the punishment would have been death, end of quote. This is the United States of America. This is the United States of America. And although I don't believe even a majority of Republicans think that, the silence is deafening. Silence is deafening. Hardly any Republican called out such hated statements. Just to watch one MAGA senator outrageously said blocking the promotions of hundreds of top military leaders, and affecting not only those leaders, but their families, their children. MAGA extremists claim support of our troops, but their harming military readiness, leadership, troop morale. Freezing pay, freezing military families in limbo. Just say, look the other way. And the defeated former president refused to pay respects 
an American cemetery near Paris. We find an American serviceman buried there, and I've been to the cemetery. As suckers and losers. Quotes. I'm not making this up. I know we all tried not to remember it. But that's what he said. He called servicemen suckers and losers. Is John a sucker? Was my son Bo, who lived next to a burn pit for a year, came home and died? Was he a sucker for volunteering to serve his country? Same guy who denigrates terrorism with John McCain. It's not only wrong, it's un-American. But it never changes. MAGA extremists across the country have made it clear where they stand. So the challenge for the rest of America, for the majority of Americans, is to make clear where we stand. Do we still believe in the Constitution? Do we believe in the basic decency and respect? The whole country should honestly ask itself, and I mean it sincerely, what it wants and understand the threats to our democracy. I believe very strongly that the defining feature of our democracy is our Constitution. I believe in the separation of powers and checks and balances, that debate and disagreement do not lead to disunion. I believe in free and fair elections and a peaceful transfer of power. I believe there's no place in America, none, 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 for political violence. We have to denounce hate, not embolden it. Across the aisle, across the country, I see fellow Americans, not mortal enemies. We're a great nation because we're good people. We believe in honor, decency, and respect. I was able to get the infrastructure bill passed. It's over a trillion dollars. The majority of it so far has gone to red states who didn't vote for me. Because I represent all, no, I'm serious. I represent all Americans. Wherever the need is. And I believe every president should be a president for all Americans. To use the office of the president to unite the nation, uphold the duty to care for all Americans. I've tried my very best, and I'm sure I haven't met the test of all of you want me to meet but tried to my very best to meet the highest standards, whether you voted for me or not, because that's the job, to deliver light, not heat, to make sure democracy delivers for everyone, to know we're a nation of unlimited possibilities, of wisdom and decency, a nation focused on the future. I spent more time with Xi Jinping than any world, than any world leader has. 68 hours alone with just he and I and an interpreter. Traveled 17,000 miles with him here and in China. On the Tibetan plateau, he turned to me and he asked me, he said, can you define America for me? I was deadly earnest. I said, yes. In one word, possibilities. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find... What is America possibility. But I want to address something because, uh, first of all, this is a long overdue speech. This is a, lo- a speech in which he called Donald Trump by name for the fascist that, the, that he is. He called out the MAGA crowd that somehow have forgotten what democracy looks like. So thank you, 
President Biden for finally coming out and not being scared to just call these people out. Look, folks, welcome in the chat room to uh, Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain, Jay Ray from uh, uh, Third Ward and uh, Eric Hayes from Kingwood. And look, before I, I, by the way, folks, give us a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Give me your thoughts. Let me know what you think about what the president had to say or anything that you want to talk about. But I want to highlight something here. First of all, uh, before this speech, he he's at the uh, Reagan Library and he's talking about his friendship with uh, McCain. And uh, look, I am I was neither a McCain fan or a biden fan but i am very respectful of these two guys and i i i it always tells a story about uh when he traveled as a part as an american both you know in, in delegations that are both republican and democrat combined delegations and uh you know how com the camaraderie went around we're all americans we love each other yeah we have we have political differences i think one way you think another way but you know we are americans and we we believe in this uh, exchange of ideas it's a great thing and he's the one who introduced john mccain to his now to his to his wife right and he was talking about it and said hey if it wasn't for this democrat that republican wouldn't have that great lady as his wife because i am the one who introduced them and she come and said yeah uh, biden introduced i love that when I love I love the exchange when right here in Kingwood, I love the ex I live in a red area and I'm a, as blue as you can get. I love the exchange when I go into Starbucks and I'm sitting down with my with my right wing folks, my, my Republican folks. And we're talking and having great debates and, you know, good, clean people, opinionated and exchanging ideas. You know, your ideas get better when you're exchanging ideas. Right. I learn from everybody, every caller that uh, that that calls into this show. I make sure to learn something from them. It's about keeping that mind open to learn, to learn all of the times, to be able to expand your horizons, to be able to think, why are they thinking that way? How are they thinking that way? How can you hone your message so that it makes for a better society? Right. And that's what I loved about. This speech from uh, Biden, uh, uh, Eric says it's divisive. It's only divisive if uh, if you don't understand that what the guy was telling is the truth. If you're as the, the next uh, video that I would show, if I get a chance to, ca as Cassidy Hutchinson would say. So uh, so but but anyhow, and the other thing that I was happy to see is that he finally goes out there and let uh, let red states understand that all this stuff that came about. All the, the 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 infrastructure plan. A lot, most of the money went to red states. Why did most of the money go to red states? Not because he's trying to appease the red states, because they are the states in most needs. They are the states that their own local government had hung them out to dry. The red states have hung their 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 citizens out to drive on education. The red states have hung their citizens out to dry on on healthcare. The red states have hung their citizens out to dry on infrastructure. So they need more. They need more. And guess what? The president delivered. Right? And a lot of blue states would say, "Man, 
We collect more taxes. We send our taxes to the red states. And now we're sending most of the infrastructure bill, I mean, uh, uh, benefits to the red states too. Well, because as he said, we're all Americans and that you live in Alabama, that you live in Mississippi, that you live in, in, in uh, Idaho, that you live in these places. Most of the times you don't have the mobility to move. So we have to get to you. And the president has done that. Again, like I said, I am a progressive. I want a lot more things done. But you know what? This guy has, is coming a little bit closer. Melissa, come on into the fold, my dear Melissa. Come on in. How you doing? Good I morning. I am doing you, fine. You guys, I have been busy, 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 busy. So um, how are you, sir? I am doing fine, and, and especially now that we're hearing your voice, I'm even finer. Talk to me. That's good. Um, so I appreciate what the president was saying. Um, you are right. It's long, long, long overdue. We've been needed to know where he stands on all of those uh, separate issues. Um, uh, it's kind of a weird that the money did go to the red states and still no um, trickle-down effect uh, happening. But um, my my com- concern was when he was speaking about the FBI, that kind of, I don't know, it, it, it sounds like, yeah, we, we as, you know, urban community, we feel like, yo, the FBI been jacking all of our African leaders up, yo. We don't have none. none. You, you know, I, I hear you. I hear you. And I hear you as far as the SBI. But I think the, the, co- the commentary that he wanted to make with regards to the FBI was that the same people who are t- accusing us, meaning all the uh, mm-hmm. progressive Americans, as wanting to defund the police. It is ironic mm-hmm. that now they are the ones who want to shut down the FBI. What you're saying is a true statement. We know about yeah. that. But he was talking about something else there. I get it. I get it. I get it. Because they actually investigating who they really need to be investigating now. Right. Okay. There you go. OK, you nailed it. Melissa, uh, I'm off to watch out about you because you may want to sit in this chair, man. I'm off to be careful. I'm I'm teasing you, Melissa. I'm teasing you. (laughs) I know. I do. I do. I I would love to, you know, be a part of a panel. I think I got an email about that before. But anyway, yes. So, yeah, go ahead. Continue. But yeah, listen, I I have panels all the time. So you're always welcome to my panels, my dear. Anyway, my dear Melissa, anything else you want to say? That was it. That that was it. I mean, you know, we we feel like we 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 as uh, I'm speaking for for my community. We, you know, we're kind of torn on on that whole keep FBI. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you know. I I get it. Trust me, I get it. I mean, uh, and it doesn't only go from recently. This is a long-standing thing from uh, Ed, J. Edgar Hoover. What he did to Martin Luther <laughs> King, etc. I know the story. I know the story, actually, you know, so, um, but again. Turn into all of our, our lead, our rappers and our uh, activists and everything else. You know, all of that, all of that is in, in one good com- conglomerate. Well, um, you know, I want to, I want to add, Melissa, I want to add something to what you're saying. I want to add something to what you're saying, because understand this. 
uh, we we have long been working on that fear. It's the same thing. It's no different than with the police, right? Over police, because for some reason, for some reason, pigmentation scares some, right? Mm -hmm. Into thinking that somehow you are less of an American or somehow uh, mm -hmm. you are an American that needs to be watched. We know better. We know better. But again, everybody has the chance to be educated, my dear. But that's what I'm saying. When when they go to target uh, African uh, uh, activists, the activists, we as activists only want to now care for ourselves or help ourselves, you know, by any means necessary, because there's no help. There's none from no nation. Right. So right. why be targeted before for 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 wanting that that dominance over our own? Look, right. I, you, else, my dear, it. my dear, you nailed it. You nailed it. Now, let me go ahead and go to Moses. But thank you so kindly, Melissa, for calling Moses. Come on in. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, hermana. Como estas? Muy bien, muy bien. Oh, you're no. good. You're a good girl. You're good. <laughs> Gracias. I am so, I, I don't know. I can't find a word to say how proud I am of this event. Mm -hmm. You know, it is, um, in the Caribbean islands, we have a saying, birds that speak too fast never get back. Yes. And everybody has been you know, you berating President um, Biden and saying, mm -hmm. well, what he's saying, what he's not saying, he's not saying anything. You cannot, you cannot put a premium on wisdom. You cannot put a premium on, on experience. You cannot speak unless you have something to talk about. Mm -hmm. And President Biden let the Republicans do what the Republicans do. So we, all Americans and the whole world, can see. They can see the negative, all of it, exposed before them. And with this, when he stands up to speak, he is not saying what we don't know. We're saying what we have seen with our eyes and felt. And now he is blowing the trumpet on the maggots that are about to fill this country if we are not careful. He is giving it chapter after chapter, line by line, and every American, everyone with a conscience can follow and say, yes, here is the evidence, here is the evidence, here is the evidence. You know, um, Moses, I want to say, first of all, Kudos, you're right. And I, I, I and, and tell me, I want to say this in a nutshell for everybody to hear. I think what you're saying is, while all of us who could see things right away, we wanted him to jump on the bandwagon and point out how these guys are, what they're doing, the dangers they represent. We wanted to do that immediately. What you are saying, if I understand you correctly, is that, no, he said it is not the time. Let America see what the damage is starting to look like and then present the case and say, don't fall for that 
take the alternative. Did I did I paraphrase that correctly? You did it well, and that is exactly. He has blown the the, the trumpet to every American and said, mm-hmm. "This is what you all are facing." Well, you let me tell you, Moses. Moses, I get, I get you. I, I want to, I want to have a mea culpa here, and my mea culpa is, I as as everybody who listens to the show, taking off my host hat for a second, I was a Bernie delegate, Bernie supporter, both when Bernie ran against Hillary and when Bernie ran against uh, Donald. I mean, ran against um, uh, uh, Biden. I was I was campaigning in Vegas and all these places uh, in the Latino communities to bring people out to vote. And we won big. And I was extremely upset how the, the Democratic Party coalesced around Biden to beat Don uh, to beat uh, 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 Bernie, because Bernie really had a pathway to get there. Now, I'll tell you one thing. After South Carolina. I was very disappointed in uh, the folks who went ahead and really elevated Biden to the position. After Biden won and got several of the progressive bills through Congress, I had to come out and say, you know what? I wonder if it took a Biden to be able to get some of these progressive bills through and if, if a Bernie would have been on his own able to get them through not that they wouldn't have been similar bills although bernie's would have been decidedly more progressive but that he would Mm -hmm. not have had the other folks that biden could bring along for the job maybe it took a biden and i think one has to step back and be humble enough to say maybe It worked because, and that's what I, th- that's what I did. Uh, I mean, I, I am as progressive as one can get and by, by, and Bernie is still my man, but I wonder sometimes aloud, uh, maybe it took this guy to bring it out. Now, a lot of this stuff is expiring and we got to get this stuff back in, but that's, you know, I think I'm paraphrasing much of what you're saying there. But observe well how Biden works. He's gone to all of the enemies. Mm-hmm. And very quietly, he's not sounded a horn before him and says, you know. Yes. But what is, after he's spoken to them, after he's reasoned with them, you see a certain, a definite change in their, in their attitude. Yes. All this guy of this guy in in um in Syria, whatever not Syria, whatever is um that that um um is it Syria? One of those countries that killed the the the, the journalist. All did they did all what they did. But Biden understands that you cannot catch flies with with, with salt water. Right. And then he goes and he faces the devil, and he says, "You got horn. We know it." And there's a way out, just as he told Vladimir Putin before yeah. um, that thing happened. He said, boy, you are facing hell. You have a choice. Either right. you go the way of peace or you go the way you go. But no, if you go the way of war, your shame will fall in your face. Right. Hey, uh, Moses, uh, Moses, you, you're you're you're. Moses, you're nailing it fine, but I have a couple more callers I want to get in, and I was hoping to get the uh, D. Colton in, so I'm going to try to take Donald real quick. 
Harry real quick and see if I can get the decultant in real quick. So thank you so kindly for calling, Moses. Yes. But let, right. let me say this last thing. Let me yes. say this last thing. Americans, yes. listen to your president. He has blown the horn. And if you all do not listen and you become hard-headed, your shame be upon you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, sis. All right, Donald, 30 seconds and Harry, 30 seconds. Donald, come on in because I really want to play the cult one. Go ahead, Donald. Okay. Uh, good morning. Uh, don't let anyone else control the switch. Once it's flipped on in your brain, you control it. And the script, if you flip it over, there's a blank page on the back. The ending is death and taxes. You cannot control the beginning, but you can tr control anything in between. And Brother, that's it. You nailed it, Donald. Okay, Harry, you got 30 seconds. Second call. Thank you, Donald. Harry, come on in. Uh, hello, Alberto again. Well, um, Joe Biden just explained why Donald Trump was fired four years ago. We fired you, Donald Trump. And what Mike Pence said the other day, Joe Biden needs to be on the unemployment line. No, you need to stay on the unemployment line. We don't need any more Republican right wing type thinking. And, Thank you, Harry. Uh, I, I like to. OK, I'll, I'll talk to you more later. Thank Bye. you, brother. All right, folks, I really want to get this one out with uh, with Cassidy Hutchinson. I really want to get this out. So here you go. Right. This very minute. I'm going to play Cassidy how to on how to decult yourself from the MAGA from the MAGA cancer, how to decult yourself from the MAGA cancer. She's trying. She's trying. Let's go ahead and talk to her right now. Folks, click that join button to become a part of our team. Here you go. I think it's important that we sort of try to reconstruct our conversations and try to have a welcoming environment for people who might be in Donald Trump's circle so they can have that moment. Now, it might not be the moment where Alyssa or me opens the physical door and we're yeah. to Liz Cheney to be yeah. forthcoming with the committee. But uh, no, but in regards to... What does that look like, though? I mean, I mean, I, I think um, as an ex-Republican and as someone who people would call me during the transition in 16 and say, should I go work for Donald Trump? And I said, I would never go work for Donald Trump. People that went in, I feel like everything you needed to know about Trump, he made clear before he was elected. But you have a different perspective. And I, I work for Republicans. I get the loyalty piece and I get what it feels like to want to salvage something. And it sounds like that's what you're describing about going to Mar-a-Lago, salvaging the things that, that you were all still proud of. And, and I get that. Millions of people still like him. But your conversation with your mom that I started with, you acknowledge that you were unreachable. How do you reach someone who is, as you were in that moment, unreachable? You know, I, and I don't have... The cookie, because I, I have my experience and, but I think in telling my story, I hope to open people's eyes and open people's minds, whether they work for Donald Trump, but on a broader scale, the people that he claims to represent, you know, it's important. You know, I, I wasn't a never Trumper. I was a, a loyal Trump staffer and the term loyalty is one that I take very seriously now mm -hmm. because I, came into public service not to be loyal to Donald Trump. I went into public service to be loyal to my country. And and I we go I go into this in the book, but there was a point where that loyalty became split. And in facilitating these conversations. Did you know that at the time? Or did you realize that when you reflected? Was that when I had things? moments throughout my tenure and more so when I was working for the chief of staff where I started to realize that I had a greater sense of loyalty to both Mark and the president. 
Um, but it was something that I sort of tried to bury at the time because like, you know, you've worked in administrations before, but you're in the heat of these moments and yeah, every moment, like everything moves so fast. Yeah. It wasn't until that year and a half after that I really had this moment where I, it was just almost like this profound epiphany where I was like, I, I felt that loyalty and I knew how wrong it was. I felt how wrong it was to pledge my loyalty to this man. And I knew, I felt that it was, I was disgusted with myself that I had devoted myself to him. And I realized how far gone I was, but I was trying to find my way back. So in having these conversations, you know, I think my experience can help shed light on the impact and the effect that he has on people. But it's also important as we look towards the next election, we need to find a way to have these conversations with people that open their eyes. You know, you can still be a Republican and you can still believe in some of the policies with a great result that he had stood for. But the, the Republican Party should not be defined by Donald Trump and the loyalty and the fidelity to Donald Trump. It should be defined by the Republican Party platform, but there is not a clear connection with that now today. Do you, I mean, if you go back and try to figure out how it all got so far off the rails, I mean, literally the platform becomes loyalty to Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump goes so far as to put all these things into writing. So by 2020, all that was left of the platform was, was Donald Trump. Do you, do you think that can be undone? I would hope that it could be, but I think it requires a national effort. It requires a national conversation and it requires a conversation where, where I believe we all have to shift our tone. When we have this divisive rhetoric, you know, whether it's Donald Trump is just bad. Why is he bad? We need, we need to start educating. Why do you think he's bad? I'm not trying to say that he, well, I, I do have my opinions about him, but what I'm talking about on a more broad scale, like we need to find a way to unite this conversation. And, you know, I don't think that it's productive to only talk about the negative things that he's done. We need to talk about the dangers that he poses to our democracy. I mean, Liz stood for the principles. Liz left with her character and her integrity intact. Liz helped me get to that point where I could do the same. Mine's bruised, but because of Liz Cheney, I was able to come out on the other side. And now I have this perspective that's grown. And I've also been able to surround myself with people that have pointed out the flaws of Donald Trump. And I've had this moment of where I see the other side now very clearly. But it was a transition point for me. And we need to be able to welcome people into that conversation and not make them feel ostracized. And that is important that we see right there, folks. I mean, uh, the reason I wanted to play this part is she says something that, by the way, and I'm going to have to do a little plug for one of the books I wrote called, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relative Friends and Neighbors. She pointed out something that we talk about there all the time, and it goes as follows. You have to give people a place to land. Uh, Human beings, when they believe they're right and they're found to be wrong, the thing that stops them from accepting that they were wrong is that they need to know they can move on. They can change direction and not have to be, uh, not have to walk a lifetime of shame or a lifetime of, uh, of whatever. You have to give people a place to land. And that's how I feel about MAGA. Uh, I have MAGA friends. 
And uh, I tell you about, uh, I, I don't know why the levels are low, but it seems like sometimes when I come back from this thing, that's what happens. So please turn that up for me. But here is the deal. Here is the deal, folks. Um, uh, we have to give people a place to land after this national disaster is over. A lot of people got taken up into the fold. A lot of people got taken into that false sense of superiority that we can give you if you become one of us that Donald Trump brought to the fold. And it's actually, I say Donald Trump brought to the fold. Donald Trump brought it to the fold and the plutocracy monopolized on it to even control us more. But we have to give our fellow folks a place to land. Look, um, it's coming close to that time. So what I'm going to do is throw it right back to the studio for a second for a few thoughts. And then we'll shut this baby down. Howard, talk well, to you me, sir. you got the two-minute warning. Got the two-minute yes. warning, Greg Berto. And, and I'm giving uh, that two to you, brother. You? <laughs> I don't have anything for you, but uh, I think Jack does. He's been sitting here busily writing notes and, and talking about, uh, well, I've got something for you. Um, went back Talk and to me, Jack. Went back and fixed all the scratch outs. So here we go. All right. Uh, M- May says play that Biden clip every day. And <laughs> it's you gave me fortune, you gave me fame, you gave me power in your God's name. I'm every person you need to be. I'm your cult of personality. That was from yep. Ray. What Ray did this morning. That is so true. But, you know, I, I, you know, Cassidy was deep into the cult and that somebody like Cassidy could jump out of it. And, yeah, she wrote a book and she's going to do well with the book. But I think it is so important what that young lady had to say. The greatest thing about it is that she's very young. She's about 27, going on 28 now. Uh, but I tell you what, um, I saw within her words uh a lot that can help a lot of folks who are you know who are going down that rabbit hole right now so i you know whatever it is i want to say thank you because she will reach a group of folks that otherwise would have been unreachable to folks like ourselves etc she will be able to reach them anyway i gotta get out of here so i want to thank howard reynolds and jack van Bibber. For always being there and always getting things right. My name is Egberto. And thank you to the callers. Thank you to the listeners. You guys are wonderful. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.